Hi, and welcome to Renewed Hope Ministries Roundtable Talk. I am Pastor Tammy Liggins. And I am Bishop C.H. Liggins Sr. What's happening, y'all? This is Quincy. Wonderful, and we have a fun and informative packed show for you today. We're going to be talking about the presidential debate Woo! last <laughs> night. Oh, my. Oh my. And also, we're going to be speaking about gun ownership. Shoot them up. So, my lord, <laughs> last night, I felt like I was at an, in a western. A Western. Shoot them up, bang, bang. And, you know, I saw some posts on Facebook to get your drink ready and some alcohol and sit back because it's going to be a power punch session. And I already had uh, low expectations, and I did know that my expectations would go lower after seeing that. But I'm... I will say that it was an embarrassment for uh, the nation mm, yeah. as far as a black perspective. Not really surprising. We probably we, we, we were really surprised that it went as low as it did. Yeah. But, um, you know, we pretty much <laughs> expected that type of behavior out of Trump. He has proven over the years from the last four years that he can go and he can stoop pretty low. But I didn't know that he could get that low. That was his all record low. Last night, I was ready for it. You was ready for I was it. Ready. I had my tea. I opened up a brand new bag <laughs> of chips. Wow! Sat down, turned the lights off on my big screen like it was a movie or something, a concert, because I knew it was gonna be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and you know, some of the uh, takeaways that well, it really wasn't any takeaways because no. I really didn't get a chance to hear. Uh, you know, they'll meet the need. Now, Biden did try. He yeah. he hit some uh, points when he talked about um, when he looked into the camera and he spoke to us when Trump was interrupting him. And I mean, Trump interrupted him so many times. It was like a baby crying for its <laughs> mother. And if I had milk in my breast, I would have shot him some. What? But oh I'm just, I'm right, just saying. That road, I'm just don't saying that that's how bad it was. That's a little much. And that's how bad it was. And you see all these pictures. And, you know, we talk about round table talk, right? right? And I'm just mm-hmm. going to be honest, and I'm going to be truthful. Okay. I'm not going to hold any back. I'm a straight shooter. Everybody knows that. That's sure. And I'm real. I'm going to tell it like it is. All I always right. see these pictures are, uh, about Trump in this diaper. And I said to myself, what's well, oh, no. I said, what's going on with that? And then you look at Britain. Britain had a big balloon. I forgot what they call those balloons. But it was huge. <laughs> and they had Trump in a diaper. Uh, you know, somebody created this with a bottle in his mouth. And I'm like, where in the world is that coming from? I said, why are they doing this to this man? (laughs) But after last night. That's stuck in your head. After last night. Can't shake that off. I understand. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) understand. After last night, I have a new awareness on why they uh, created. (laughs) And whoever did that, I don't know who did that, whoever (laughs) thought about it, but they are prophet. They saw that coming okay and that prophecy came to fruition last night i'm just gonna say that Uh, bishop uh pastor quince you have anything else to add to that it was a farce (laughs) i was cracking up the whole time oh my god i was like wow it's like watching two five-year-olds argue about who got the biggest plate of food (laughs) or something like (laughs) i was i was laughing so hard i could barely watch it (laughs) 
Because Trump, no, no. And then Biden said, no, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> like, what's going on? Man, they man. in their 70s. They in their 70s, and they sounded like five-year-olds arguing over toys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, the, and the poor moderator. Oh, the poor moderator. He tried, he tried to stay cool. <laughs> the moderator was a sack of crap. Ooh, <laughs> yes, okay. he was. I'm not going to say that because had it been anybody else, I think they would have shut Trump's mic off. That's a hard decision. Well, here's I the think thing. So. He, didn't, he doesn't have that control. Right. He doesn't have that control? No, no the moderator. That's why they need Samuel work. L. Jackson up there. Ooh. No. So he can say, if you just don't shut up. No. <laughs> hey, you know they coined that. They made a meme out of Biden saying, will you shut up, man? I, I <laughs> will you just shut up? I know. And I felt that. They made that. a meme I out of it. I felt that to my soul. I said, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that over the mic? Then he called him a clown. Man. Remember he, he called had, him a clown? Hey, he's, 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 <laughs> he's a straight shooter. He called it like it was. Biden for real. A, Biden had a hard time keeping his cool. And every now and then he would almost <laughs> click. You know, and then when he called him a clown and when he told him to shut up, Biden had to pull back and say, hold on, hold on. He hold did. Let me try Especially to Especially when he started talking about his son. Oh, he's about to hit him. Oh, <laughs> I felt he, that emotion. I thought the commentator there. was going to say a cuss word. He was pointing his finger at him like this <laughs> and everything. <laughs> I'm telling you. Did you notice that on Biden, the whole time when he was talking to the president, every time he referred to him, he said, you know, Mr. President. And the um, commentator said, Mr. President. But um, when Trump, Trump actually never said uh, Mr. Vice President. He said Joe. Yeah. So he, yeah. he belittled him. He, said, he called what? him by his first name. Called him by his first name. And, you know, that's a that's a, um, a tribal thing and a territorial thing. And, Indeed. You know, and a lot of people don't realize that he is a dominant person on purpose, narcissistic, and that is his character. So I was expecting, I just want to see if Biden can hang. Yeah, because everybody, I mean, a lot of media outlets were saying that Biden's slow and he can't right. keep up and he's going to fold. I think he had the aptitude. And I got to <laughs> commend him because standing against Trump is like Jesus when Jesus went and I'm not saying Biden is Jesus. Said, wow. okay? that's, I'm that's, not saying that, but I'm giving, an, exa- I'm giving an example why I say that. I know, right. I know. But listen, large. he has, he has, he is not perfect, okay? Nobody. But it's like when Jesus went and he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights and the devil came and tempted him. Okay. That's how it was to me, Biden standing <laughs> beside Trump. It was like the devil on his, on his, uh, what was he, on the right side of him? Just tagging him, tagging him. Every time Biden tried to talk, it, he just jumped side. in, left center, whichever left side. side yeah. But every time Biden tried to talk, and, you know, you know, Biden, I mean, Biden had his share of interruptions too, but yes, he, he didn't did. have anything compared to mm-hmm. Trump. And Trump mm-hmm. was just hitting him with things that had nothing to do with the American people. Trump did not have a plan. But one thing I do notice, um, with, my, with my age, I've seen this before, and what I was seeing was two old white men yelling at each other. Okay? Because I don't know if y'all have ever experienced old people get mad at each other, but when old people get into it, that's how they do. <laughs> that's how they do. If you go to the restaurant or you go to the store or you go to anything, they, yep. they, they point the finger. <laughs> well, my mother is 75 years old, and she still throws shoes. Come so, on, yeah. come on. And I think Biden wanted to do something. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say they both devils, mother. 
<laughs> well, but you know what? It, I mean, they, Pastor Quincy. <laughs> one is worse than the other. Look, they said choose a lesser of two evils. Both of them evil. One <laughs> so, is worse than the other. I yeah, one that. devil is worse. Okay. Or, or is it that one devil is more open while the other devil's more secretive? See that 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 analysis. Nobody will never know. I just I just I just I just threw that I just threw that out there because one thing I did want to talk about is that when Trump was asked. Uh huh. About denouncing Uh-oh. white supremacy. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's the big yeah. talk. Come on, Bring what he it. what he had said? Yes, nothing. No, <laughs> no, no, he said something. He, he complete. No, no, no. He ducked the question. Yes. One pivoted, mm-hmm. and then two <laughs> threw it back at Biden. Yeah, he threw it back at Biden, and then two, he said, "Stand back." And and what was the other part? Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. <laughs> exactly. Cold Stand racist. by. That is cold words for white. Get ready. How does everybody Privacy. else know that's cold, but he don't? He know what he, he said. He knew what he said. He knew what everybody he said. know that's cold. Right. He knew what he said. You know, it was. You know, when I saw that, I said, "Okay, this dude." I, I've seen something. I've seen something like I've never seen that side like that. Hold I on. mean, that dude switched up like that. Let me translate. Right. That. Wait a minute. Go he ahead. he had a stage. Mm-hmm. Well, probably, you know, he always talk about the crowds all the time. And right. I'm like, dude, stop talking about the crowds. I could give l- less, could care less about how many people attended your rallies. <laughs> I've seen too many people dying, okay? But anyway, he talked about the crowds and all that. That's what he wanted to But he about. had the biggest platform last night. I mean, more than he could ever have in his rallies. Right. And that was his perfect opportunity to stand there and not only denounce, but say, I do not agree. I am not with white supremacy. They are a terrorist group. They should be on the terrorist list. Right. That was his perfect opportunity. But boy, was he cold. He kind of pivoted real quick. (laughs) And he said, you know, what he said, stand back, stand back and stand, stand by. by. I said, you know what? That's a cold brother right there. We got to watch that brother. This country is in trouble. And they he, said, Trump is dangerous. Let me let me translate that, you know, from for a black perspective. You know, when Trump says uh, stand back and stand by, a black perspective would be just chill out. We're going to get him later. It's the same thing. That's what that means. Chill out so for right now. We're cool. we, we going to get them later. We're going to get them. Just chill out. Right. And that's right. what that whole code is. I'm, and when he say he's smart, he know what he said. That's right. Yeah. That's he know right. what he said. And then the um the um the people that, no, poor boys, that's what they call themselves. The poor po boys. What they call themselves? The poor proud. boys. Oh. The proud boy. What a, they poor boys. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the poor boys, you know, what they um they turned around and changed their logo to yeah. what he said and got t-shirts got t-shirts and everything <laughs> 24 before the sun came up they was pushing out t-shirts i said okay all right he's not gonna say nothing about that and he's gonna act like he didn't really say that and all that kind of stuff the bottom line is tape and video holds forever so the news media and the, you know the the media and everything they can play stuff back going all the way back when he when he said he didn't know anything, I saw today. He said he didn't know anything about no uh, David Duke. They went back well in two thousand. He 2000. was talking about David Duke, right? <laughs> so he said he knew nothing about about the Poe boys, right? Right, but right. he knew about the boys. He, he knew did. about them. Of course so, he did. Um, I'm I'm curious on how Biden's going to proceed because Biden has already said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have another one." 
But the Republican Party is saying they're thinking about canceling the other two. Really? Do you think they feel he did bad? Yes. If you look well, at the polls after CNN, it showed that Biden had a 60-something percent uh, uh, approval rate from the, uh, from the congregation of winning the debate, and Trump only had 20-something percent. Right, right. Well, just let's just uh, break down who the Proud Boys are. Um, they are a, an, an po- extremist. Po' boys with guns? You keep calling them po' boys. <laughs> <laughs> they are a far-right uh-huh. group. Racist. And I'm just uh, looking at the information the here. The supremacists. Uh-huh. It says um, the Proud Boys describe themselves as a men's, and I'm getting this from the Wall Street Journal. Okay, good. Um, as a men's organization for Western chauvinists. Mm. Proud Boys mm-hmm. affiliates have made misogynistic comments, including right. support for rape, according to the Anti-Defamation Def- Def- League. The group ha- uh, has also espoused anti-Muslim, anti-transgender, and anti-immigration views, while some members hold white supremacist and anti-Semitic views. Uh, since the group's founding in 2016, so they're not that old, several members have been convicted of violent crimes. The ADL said in recent months, Proud Boys have fought with people protesting police treatment of black people in Portland, Oregon, and other cities. And they're always armed, all right? Uh Uh-huh. They're always armed with guns. Um, AR-15s. I mean, it's just crazy. All kind of different rattles. I was shocked to see black people a part of it, tell you the truth. Do what? I don't know. We saw about two blacks. Where? Where? Part of, part, of the, part of the poor boys? Yep. I what? don't know about that. that no, that's like the cake being. I'll that's rewind like, the that's tape. like that Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about, about him being <laughs> a, a KKK member. Come on. Yeah, now. they was probably blind. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. You know, <laughs> like what is that? I don't know. That could be some weird footage there because um, it's very they, strange. They 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 think that um people of different ethnicities have taken over, <laughs> and you know the, the country, and they want to get it back. So they're similar. What? They're similar to the Nazis. <laughs> they're similar to the Nazis. They're delusional, right? But that's that's <laughs> what they believe, <laughs> and and they know that they're capitalizing on the rights that we have because you have a right to have a gun and you have a right to uh, defend yourself. But if you notice, um, they didn't have that patriotism when um, uh, Black Panthers walking around with guns. Sure did. Right. So it it doesn't work on the o- other side, but um, they are a violent organization. Yeah. Right. You don't see. Uh, Nation of Islam, you know, walking around, they all walking around with guns and, and burning up stuff and getting all crazy and stuff like that. But they call them dangerous. Right. Correct. You know, uh, Trump called, what was it, Antifa? Ant- yeah. Antifa is the, the opposite trying to stop Nazism. You know, this ain't a black thing, right? Of course. Right. White people fight white people. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But they trying to, to do it. They trying to knock down Nazism to where the po' boys are trying to. I'm trying to lift up Nazi and some, right? So that's that's a battle that they having, right? And we in the middle of it because when we trying to have a peaceful protest, they both show up right. to cause some mess. And then we get the blame like, oh, that's a black, black lives issue. Of course. Yeah, and so just, the, just to kind of wrap this up, um, I do agree with CNN's poll that um, Biden, he won – Hands down. He was the only one. Oh, oh, okay. I just got a green light to keep moving. All right, let's yeah, keep moving. I stuff. got a green light. Uh-oh, okay. Uh-oh. All right, so we're not wrapping it up. 
<laughs> Let's keep it moving. I could talk about this all day long. Let's get her done. <laughs> you got people saying, what, what? But uh, let me just ask you a question. What was a, um, a key moment in the debate last night for either one of you? What would you say was a key moment for you? I think it was um, very significant and a key moment that um, um, Biden focused for the most part and he took, um, he took advantage of the camera, okay? Because you don't, yeah. have, you don't have an audience there. You don't have the crowd there. So, you know, he, he wasn't speaking to the crowd like that. But he made sure that he looked directly into the camera and he spoke to the people. I've seen that before. Yeah. I've seen that with <coughs> Bill Clinton, right? And it made a difference because people were like, he talking to me. Mm-hmm. He actually talking about talking to the people, mm-hmm. right? And Trump was kind of had his head tilted and had a little attitude and everything. And I think that really made a difference for people who's not too sure yet. Uh, Biden made a difference. And, and Biden talked about what he is going to do. Yeah. Uh, Trump talked about his kids and everything else. Trump did not talk about anything about what is he going to do in the next four years. I, I feel that was uh, and, and that was a low to talk about someone's child that has overcome drug addiction. Yes, and his son did die. And his son is dead. Yeah, yeah. and that is a huge victory. I'd hit him. That's a huge, and he <laughs> lied. I guess I can't be president, can I? I'd have ran over there. No. The bishop, no, the bishop would have fought. No, 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 because they, they was talking about Trump being gangster because he was saying uh, all this kind of stuff right here, and he wasn't, he wasn't with this, he wasn't with that, and he, they talked about he was being gangster. I'd have asked well, if he, he would have got socked in the mouth, look, Mike Tyson said everybody got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. Oh. <laughs> I can see that on headline <laughs> news. Bishop Liggins goes off. I'd have That's to ask, right. I'd have to ask the Lord for extra <laughs> they forgiveness. Had to, they'd have had to call security. <laughs> Lord, forgive me for they'd, what they'd I did. They'd have had to call security. They'd have escorted them out. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a new day when the bishop over. don't jump up <laughs> well, and well, fight. Well, you know, okay. the, word, the word tells us, no, um, no, be angry, be angry, and, and sin not. not. The challenge is not to <laughs> sin when you're angry. That's that something we challenge. have to practice on. We That takes practice. And Biden did Indeed. pretty good last he did, night he when did he good. did that. I'm proud of him. I mean, he, he still good. let that old man in the, in the grocery <laughs> store yelling because somebody cut him off. Yeah. You get out of my way. You see me walking here with the finger pointed and everything. Biden, His face got red. Biden did say, you know, we was in high school. I'll take you in the back and beat you up. And I'm sure that would have <laughs> happened. I'm sure that would have happened. They just, they, they're the same. They said, I'll take you back behind them bleachers. They're around the same age, and they talking, <laughs> they talking in their area, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, oh. What about you, Pastor uh, Quincy? What was a key moment for you last night? Key moment for me is just counting the interruptions and lies. Oh, yeah. That Trump spewed. I like the fact checkers. <laughs> oh, they, ooh, yeah. The fact checkers said almost everything he said was a lie. <laughs> False. Every time you saw False. a picture of Trump, you saw a uh, red, False. red highlighted uh, uh, word. Mark. Yeah, an X. Yeah. And it said false right next to his uh-huh. face. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. That was hilarious to me. But you still mm-hmm. had people that said that they liked what he said. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that they would still vote for him if he had to said it a different way. That's right. I'm saying, so you're telling me you believe the lies? Yeah. Yeah. And you would have voted for him just because he's talking out the side of his neck. Yeah. Right. If he would have said it nicer. Yeah. <laughs> Come <laughs> That's on, man. They, 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 like, they like his fight, even though he's not being truthful. They like his fight. 
And um, look, keep look. in mind, put in the back of your head, about 40-something percent mm-hmm. of the people who vote mm-hmm. like him. Mm. Yep, they do. They like That's him because America. he's so outspoken. That's America. And because he, he's, he, he talks like how they wish they could talk at the office. Yeah. That's wow. why they, that's why they like him. Yeah, they wish that he, they could talk to their supporters like that and get away with it. Yeah, you know like you can't do that exactly because you go on the HR. Uh huh. But he don't have to, so they like him because he says what they want to say. He's like the white Bernie Mac for them. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good way of putting <laughs> he's, it. He's like the yeah. white Bernie, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac ain't he that low though. He no, Bernie Mac wasn't low, but he said what we wanted to say on stage. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. he would say things about the kids that we wanted to say about them doggone kids that we know ain't right. That we know ain't right, <laughs> and we should not say about them kids because we love them. Oh my goodness! But at the same time, this some bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that's that's what Trump does for white people. I okay. get it. I get a world key moment for me. Is when uh, Bernie, and actually, I'm going to say, we're going to go through some funny moments, too. You mean Bernie Mac? But uh, I'm sorry, when Biden. <laughs> you did say Bernie. You I said did Bernie. say Bernie because. Bernie. Uh, well, <laughs> This is Pastor well, Tammy Liggins, everybody. <laughs> well, the reason why I said Bernie is because we just got through watching him earlier oh, okay. on, the, Y'all view, did. on yeah. the view, and he yeah. responded to what Biden said. But, yes, he did. But anyway. Who? Yeah, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie no, Sanders. No, not your Bernie. Not Bernie. No, I'm, I'm thinking not about Bernie. Bernie. I'm about to say, we, Bernie. we was not just talking about Bernie. Bernie Mac. Y'all know he did, right? Not like, the black <laughs> not I'm the just black saying, Bernie. like, what you mean he was on The View? No, I meant Biden. Okay, so Biden. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Bernie Mac's actually alive in a Winnebago in, well, in you Arizona. Know, there's he's traveling the world. He's out there. But anyway, <laughs> he's people riding, think Prince is still alive. People think Elvis is still alive. They still think Tupac is alive. They say he in the island somewhere. Oh, my God. But anyway, it was with a ball spot. Right, right, right. Look, Bernie Mac on the magic school bus. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Go ahead, go ahead, Pastor. All right. So the key moment for me is when Uh Biden Uh looked into the cameras and he started talking about the effects of COVID. Yeah. And how he asked, "How many of you have have woken up this morning and that loved one?" That was there. It's not there. There's an empty chair. There's right. an empty side of the bed. Right. He said because of COVID. And then he said about how Trump knew about this in back, February. Yeah, back in February is what he said. And they got him on tape. And he was he specifically said that he was playing it down on purpose. He said on purpose. And yeah. he knew that this virus was very dangerous. He said it's like it's like no other virus. You know, and he said, but I'm going to play it down. I'm going to play it down. real." And then he said it was a Democratic hoax. It should be over by. I mean, he said all kind of stuff. This man cannot deliver. And Biden jumped right in there. And that was a very soft and sensitive moment for me because Bishop knows, Pastor Quincy, you know, we have been going to funerals just about every weekend. Matter of fact, we have another funeral to go to. Uh, this weekend, which is, you know, Bishop's cousin passed away. Yeah. And and that was critical for me. And then when right. I compared that to what Trump was, all the negative vomit he was spewing out of his mouth. 
Yeah. That did not give me any type of hope. He was He's an accuser of the brethren. That's what he was doing. He had, was accusing him for stuff that was 30 years ago. Yeah. 30, he 40. He said 47 years. 47 47. years ago. I'm like, my goodness, sir, 70s. what about you and all Way your bankruptcies? <laughs> and then he challenged Trump on showing his income taxes. The man only paid $750,000. No, 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 $750 flat, not $1,000. Oh, really? Just only $750. $750. That makes me even more mad. But I said, how do I pay down. more taxes than the man? That's Calm down. Yeah. When I see him <laughs> on spot, I'm going to mess Whoa. him up. On, no, I'm I told you somebody going to kill him. Somebody going to get him, I'm telling you. But wait a minute. The little people, especially black people, you let us do something like that. Ooh. They will audit us. They put us under the jail. That's right. <laughs> and here we got Ooh. a billionaire that has filed multiple bankruptcies, Four. only pays $750. Compared to Biden's three hundred and thousand dollars, three hundred thousand. If he and then they say he owes these uh, countries internationally. Yes, he does. And that's not good for the representative. They can do any. They can blackmail him. They yes, can they do can. all kinds of stuff. So they got him. Yeah. So that was a really actually I gave two key moments, but that was that really nailed it in the coffin for me for Biden. All right. Even though I didn't get a chance to hear all of his plans, because you got. The liar in chief well. that kept <laughs> interrupting him, you know, kept kind of throwing all types of what's accusations. What's he called? What's he called? The liar in chief. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I thought I believe that was a key moment. Yeah. That was a key moment for me. So you know, we could go on and on and on, but at the end of the day, it's about what can you deliver. Yeah. And what and what do you all do? Y'all think that the, that Biden can deliver more than Trump? And I know that I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I really mm-hmm. want to hear you. I know you can say, of course. But why do you, wh- what would be your pick, okay, well, and, and why? Well, without hesitation, I would pick Biden because Biden, Biden <laughs> can do more that's in my, in my best interest than Trump can. None of them are going to completely do everything I need. But Biden can do more than what Trump can do. So I want Biden up in there so we at least have people in there who is trying and thinking about making life better for our people. And care about the climate, too. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. These fires are just crazy. Well, well, Trump, yeah, fires is crazy. Trump said, Trump said the reason why there's fires is because it's bad management, and they're leaving all the dead trees on the ground. That's what he said. <laughs> He said he said it was the governor's fault. That's what he said. He did. He literally said that. But he then we found out reality. later. We found out later though that the forests uh-huh. are federally owned. Yeah, that's federal property. <laughs> so that means that's his problem and, he and not the governor's problem. That's, and that's why the governor looking at him like, yeah, we can yeah. be buddy buddy. Sure, blame me, whatever. But as soon as people find out that you are the one that's not doing your job. Oh. I'll be just fine. I feel like Biden's <laughs> just laughing. It's just laughable. You know, Biden laughed. He laughed a couple he of just times. He laugh because it's so laugh. ridiculous. Yeah. Said, what is he, what? But people believe him. <laughs> they, yeah, people do believe him. Now they look, believe him. Oh, and before I go to that, uh-huh. Pastor Quincy, if you were to vote, if you were to vote. If you were to vote. Who would you vote for? I wouldn't. After last night. I wouldn't. So he's saying if, he, if he were to I'm, vote. I'm, if I were to vote. Like just like the undecided voters that they interviewed, yeah. After the debate, yeah, I, was, I still wouldn't. Shame for God, because I don't hey. vote anyway. But if you, I had you to, you know choose, what? It's a whole different subject. 
subject. If I had to choose, hold on, hold on. But if you had to choose, if I had to choose, I wouldn't. <laughs> just like the it undecided just said the voters. same thing again. Just like the undecided voters. They said, "Man, what? Looking at this right here, it's like." Yeah. These, cool. are, these are these are the Somebody candidates. Somebody got to represent. These are the candidates for the leaders of the nation. Yes, yes, that's the best we. This got. is the best we. <laughs> and other, I told y'all, other countries are looking like it's almost time. Almost time for what? It's almost time to ransack the country. No. They looking no. back laughing, mama. <laughs> you can go online and see them. Putin is the only one that's laughing. Putin ain't right the only now. one. <laughs> He's the only yeah, we, one. Look, look, we, we look Putin ain't the only one. We're, we're, well. global, we're global embarrassment. Yes. Global. <laughs> it's a global uh, embarrassment. Everybody watched the debate and cracked up laughing and said, yeah, it's about time. And, you know, and <laughs> because, because you're in America, you have a right not to vote at all. Right. I mean, it's only because you're in America we have these these privileges and these rights that we fight against to make better. So yeah, if you don't want to vote, don't vote. You know, but mm. don't be tripping. Don't be tripping. Don't be tripping. Right, right. Don't, they can't, don't they be can't tripping. Trip? No, no. Don't be tripping. Don't be tripping the, about the, what? La- the last election. <laughs> the last election, <laughs> six million people voted for Trump. Right. Nine million people voted for Hillary, right? But because of the system, because of the electoral college, right? Which we should get Trump, rid of. Well, Trump won. He he played the game and he won. But six—that's twelve million people, right? Right. So there, there's a record of one hundred million people who were eligible to vote and who did. did not. Can you imagine? They didn't like if either one hundred million people just put somebody down. Mm. It made a difference. You want people to kiss your butt? You want people to um, pay attention to you? Vote for those people. And all of a sudden, your interest is in the power that be. So, you know, you have a right not to vote. I'm, I'm cool with that. Mm, okay. <laughs> it don't sound like it. <laughs> you know what? Anywhere I'm, that I'm I pay taxes, I'm going to vote. And it looks that's, like that's we're it. just about winding this down. Any closing thoughts? I had another question, but we must move on to the next to- next topic. Any closing thoughts for real yes, quick? Yes, my closing thought is no matter what you decide to do, we need to vote. I would encourage you to vote. Vote is in the power. Um, for those of you who are still not sure, just go ahead and vote. Vote. Um, you know, it, it don't matter whether you win or whether the person you vote for win or lose. Just stick it in for anybody. Uh. Pe- people have died. <laughs> people have died just for you to be able to do it. So, if, you know. Just stick it in. If you got a right to vote, I encourage you to. All That's right. all. Okay, awesome. All right. This that's what I'm about to do. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Z Truck Marketing and Management. Pressing toward the mark for tomorrow. All right, so we're going to move into another topic, and that is gun control. Yeah, ownership. Gun ownership. Gone, okay. Gone, gun. Gone? Gone. Gun <laughs> ownership. Yeah, yeah. All right, and from a black perspective. Yeah. And I will just uh, start off. Black people, we buying up guns. We don't need well. to. Like never before. And I believe we're buying so many guns. Here we go. That some of the different ethnic groups 
are starting to get nervous. Well, they should. Um, <laughs> I read one article where they're shutting down the gun stores because yes, too many black folks are going up in there buying guns. There you go. Yep. Right. So you don't want to sell them no more. They don't want us to be able to protect ourselves. Well, I don't own a gun, and quite quite frankly, I'm pretty uh, challenged in even firing a gun. All right, but I will that can say rectify. this. Well, it's, it's here's the thing. <laughs> Better duck. Well, here's the thing. If right. my life uh-huh. or someone that I loved, if yes. their life was in danger and was and there was a gun around. You best believe I'm going to beat whoever it is. If I have to cheat to go get the gun, trip somebody, <laughs> throw something, I'm going to get is, that this gun. This is Pastor Tammy, everyone. <laughs> this is Pastor Tammy. Uh, let everybody know. No, past, pastors can protect themselves too <laughs> that, now. That is right. All right. Uh, and I will fight. Ahead. The she Most High has given us the authority to stand up against all unrighteousness That's and right. wickedness. And if my life is at stake, I, I do find myself running, and I will get that gun, and I will just start popping off. Okay? Popping there, off. All right. there, there will be a time Ain't no turning the cheek. That's not a turning the cheek moment right not there. Not at all. There not will be a time for you, you to have in the, war. the spirit okay? of David. The spirit, spirit of David. Of David. <laughs> it's time to go. It was a time to fight. It's time but to what go. I'm mostly interested in is that a lot of our people have guns that are not registered. True. Where in the world are these guns coming from Uh-oh. we don't own any ships we don't own any airplanes i know p diddy got his own little jet or whatever but that don't go overseas now no gun no gun okay, companies. maybe it can i don't know we don't have gun companies we don't no we're not allowed so to own any gun shops what do y'all think where, where are these undercover guns coming from and because they're getting on the street and just in chicago you got it's just crazy it's like well, well and then kansas city here in kansas city well it's like wild wild west where you know, is it coming from you know, what do you think on, you know word on the street is uh-huh. that the cia drops off crazy guns in the hood what and that's where they get them from well i want to i want to know what street that's on it's been on a couple <laughs> of streets that, that's just the word on the street I'm, I'm just telling you word on the street that's all it is yeah okay Word on the street is that's where it's coming from because there's nowhere else you can get them, really. Oh, that's mm. There's a couple of channels, but, you know, it, it wouldn't be wise for us to air those out right let here me, on the... Let, <laughs> me, let, me get, let, me, let me give you some factual information on this gun issue. Okay. Oh, he said he's as factual. His yes. is factual. This information is coming from the RAND Corporation, uh, April 2020. Uh, 14% of the adults in the USA legally... On guns. That's a small number. 14%. Very small. Right? Wow. But in Missouri, 49% Missouri. of adults legally own a gun. In Kansas, 49% of adults legally own guns. We're not talking about the people who got illegal, but legally, almost half of the adults in these two states have guns. Cotton pick and run. Right? <laughs> the, world, the world atlas.com. Uh, the source was the CDC, says 40,000 people died due to injury of, to firearms, including the accidental or negligent discharge of a firearm, suicides, homicides, and others. About 109 people die in a day. Wow. I think that's an epidemic, but I don't know. It's, it's definitely right? an epidemic. Well, globally, mm, globally, so, so we're looking bad. They're, they're looking at us weird because globally, we had 82% of the gun deaths. What? On the whole planet. 82% of the gun deaths. Just here in America. Yes. 90% oh. of those gun deaths 
90% of that 82%, 90% of those gun deaths were women being killed. Women? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, 90, wow. 91% of that total was children under 14. Whoa. And 92% of young people between the ages 15 and 24 were killed with guns. See, we're not putting the factual information wow. out there because we're just looking at, hey, I got to survive, right? So, um, well, yeah. And night from uh, statistics from 1982 to 2018, the race, because I'm getting down to it because you know, we're the round table talk. The race of mass shooters included 58 whites, 16 blacks, 8 Asians, 7 Latinos, and 3 Native Americans, and 8 people you don't know what they are. Okay. Okay. But wow. majority of white people, they say that that's um, kind of throwing the race card. But we just got to put the facts down. 58, 58 white people from 1982 to 2018 have had mass shootings. Right. So that they're the main people. When the FBI they the, they are the, main the terrorists people. of America. But well, the, the issue on us is African-Americans suffer uh-huh. a disproportionate share of the homicides. Right. Okay. African-Americans who are only 13% of the population in 2010 were 55% of the victims of gun homicides. The victims? Yeah. So we're we dropping more than everybody else. Um, well, is it black on black or is it police brutality? Good question. It's both. Um, let me get that to you. I, I was ready for that. Okay. For that. According to U.S. Bureau of Justice Statistics, from 1980 to 2008, 80, we got we to hear this because this is not on the news, y'all. Okay. This is on us. 84% of white homicide victims were killed by white offenders. Not black. Not black. Mm-mm, white people killing white people. Right. right. 93%. See how the number went up real high? Mm-hmm. 93% of black homicide victims were killed by black offenders. So that means for every, that, that means 60%, 16% of um, the white people that are being killed 16% were non-white that killed them. 7% of the black people being killed, only 7% of them were not black. So that's 7%. We protesting and we doing everything because, you know, we saying, oh, this is wrong. This is racism. This is systemic. But 7% of them were not black. I think that um, <coughs> the reason why it's more... Um, emphasized when police are killing black people is uh-huh. because of the history. True, true. So that will get more attention than black on black crime. Uh-huh. Now I do want to look further into those statistics, uh-huh. right? I do because too. we're under a leadership; they will put out They'll anything. To to brand their point. That's right. Right. All right. So I'm not saying that that is a foul st- a statistic, but I mean you got to look and see what the variables are and who are who are the testing group that they tested on mm-hmm. to get those results. What are those stats coming from? Right. You're making it clear. Because yeah. If you took the class statistics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is still an estimate, and what mm-hmm. the college people say, it's still a hypothesis. It's a, a hypothesis. hypothesis. Right? That's right. So it's not factual, <laughs> not at but all. based on the information that they compiled, no, no, no way, no way knowing how they compiled it. Right. That's what they're reporting. Yeah. So don't think that these numbers are f- are you know locked in, but it's factual it's that 100%. these numbers are reported. Right. Correct. But it's not factual to <coughs> the team that these are accurate. I, yeah. I agree with you. They got number. They got Missouri as a number six. Number six. 
uh, spot on homicides. They got Kansas is number seventeen. So I'm just saying from our local, from our area, uh-huh. um, a it, rough. We drop, we dropping like flies. But I'm at just the same yeah. time, talk about the statistics again, because you know they call judges and um, police chiefs and everything mm-hmm. that falsely um, set up. Yeah, they set up brothers to take the fall for their crimes. That's right. The judges and stuff like that. They 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 all they're all in on it, and they've been busted like. These are real, mm-hmm. real years cases later. that they've been yeah. busted. But years later, you're right, you're right. and it's a whole bunch of black folks that's in jail right now that should not be. That's right, because <coughs> they've been they've been framed. That's right, and so that's why you know, like Mama was saying, or Pastor Tammy was saying, <laughs> what what? <laughs> what, like what she was saying? It's past, Pastor Tammy. Pastor everybody. Tammy, thank Pastor you, Tammy. thank you, Mama. <laughs> um, like she was saying, we have to dig deeper into those statistics because that's if right. they're going based off of the justice system, that's all they got. Then. It's gonna it's gonna have holes in it. Yeah. It has holes in it. Yeah. It has holes and in I it. think that's sad because we we truly wanna know um how we're doing. Yeah. With especially with since we are, um have the right to bear arms and, and now you're seeing an increase with black people uh getting their license to yeah. carry. Yeah, I like we that. we we want raw data well, I shouldn't say raw data, but we want truthful you know, some facts that we can really count on. Right. And so it's kind of hard to kind of trust some of these things, uh, you know, depending, looking at the environment mm-hmm. that, that we're in right now. It's kind of hard to trust those results. But well, they, very they, much so. They may be true, you know, because I do see a lot of crime, a lot of black-on-black crime with guns. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if it's more than whites. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's. My thing. So, so one slayers we've of the always world, been painted people. like we're the violent people. Always, and we always. don't and we don't dominate homicides. No, we don't. Exactly. And we don't dominate. We, we don't, don't dominate, dominate any gun. type of killing. In, in this no, city. we don't dominate anything. But no. when we go per capita, yeah, we have some we have some numbers that we deal with. But overall, no, we don't dominate these issues. Not at all. Right. You know. Now, gun ownership. Um, now, when I was young, going our black perspective, when I was Ooh, young, we going back in the day now. Um, I I didn't know anybody, nobody, who legally had a weapon. (laughs) Legally. (laughs) Okay? But every household had a weapon. Oh, yeah. My dad hit quite quite a bit. That was very common. That's crazy. And you know what? (laughs) That's crazy. Wasn't nobody breaking in nobody's house in my neighborhood. No, not at all. Because everybody, they can't can't wait to run out the door and shoot you, right? (laughs) So your neighbors be coming out to shoot you, too. That's right. Hey, the neighbors coming to get you, too. Everybody. Everybody want to get a chance to shoot somebody. But but everybody everybody had guns. You just just knew that everybody had guns. You'd be surprised if nobody didn't have them. Right. But that was a common thing when I was coming up where you didn't know where they were. Or most of the time, you didn't know where they were, but you knew that it is common. You even knew your parents had guns, even though they never showed it to you. Right. But that was common in, in my generation. I knew my dad had a gun. <laughs> pa- <laughs> Pastor Tammy, what about your generation? Legal guns. Did you know about that? Well, see, he I said know. legal I guns. <laughs> <laughs> he made yours legal. All I know was that they carried guns. Now, I don't know if it was legal or not, uh-huh. because, okay, so on my dad's side of the family, they're big Ooh. gun carriers. They... Definitely believe in the right to bear arms. That's right. Okay. And so my aunt, my three aunts had a gun, and she kept it in her purse all the time. My mm-hmm. big mama, mm-hmm. you know, grandma, she had guns. Yes. And they called it pistol. 
That's right. That at was, that time. That was a nice word. And my daddy had a sawed-off barrel. I believe, I think it's called sawed-off barrel. Yeah. Sawed-off sawed off shotgun? Right. Sawed-off shotgun. And, he, and we knew where he kept yes. it. He kept it in the upper closet. The upper it, closet. And anytime mama heard the a crack, and if we were sleeping, uh-huh. and there was a crack, all of a sudden in the floor, mama would wake daddy up. Daddy jump right up, get that gun. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. <laughs> get that gun and go throughout the whole house. And we uh-huh. were told to stay in our bedroom. That's right. That's safe, right. Safe. Stay right there. I also remember move. he would crack it out, you know, when that happened, or he got mad at one of my mother's brothers, you oh. know, and ran him from the house. Or <laughs> ran him from the one house. of our ex-boyfriends, you know, you know. Oh, and, man. He got, they got they was gone, and I believe he country boy now. I, I yeah. well, if he shoot, he gonna shoot. He, he gonna, gonna get shoot. you. He not but, gonna uh, miss at all. <laughs> and so I remember also he would take it out when New Year's. You know, you pop it. Yep, up that's when I saw and my so dad. He, do it. That's when I had him at. Actually, that was one of his happiest moments. <laughs> it's when he was able to get that gun yes. and shoot it off. And I don't, mean, and don't get in trouble. And, and don't, don't get, get in, in trouble. trouble at all. You and these sound effects. My man. first time shooting was it was New Year's. You're right, it was New Year's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but legally, I don't know. I don't know if it was legal or not. Yeah, I was just a kid. <laughs> we didn't didn't know know. Know. All I man, know is that. Man, you know we wasn't allowed to have guns back then. We had to go find them in, off the well, street somewhere. Well, I tell somewhere. you what, nobody messed with that house. And there you, you scrape off the serial mm-hmm. co- serial number, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, know, look, I don't know about that. You ain't coming up in my house. That's at Hollywood and they start scraping serial numbers off. Scraping them serial numbers off so they can't be traced. That's the gangsters though. Hey, man. Regular families, they scratch off. Look, look, word on the street is. No, I'm just playing. And I don't know where they got them from either. Guns was hot, mama. They got them. Oh, my god. Guns was hot. They got them. Pastor Quincy, what about your generation on gun ownership? How's it coming? Uh, We believe in guns. Mm -hmm. We most definitely believe in guns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We believe in guns too much. We try to bring back the old days. It's going to be the wild, wild west up in here. Pastor, don't you own a gun? Yeah. You packing? But, but he yeah. But he legally. What you mean? <laughs> he legally Look, owns I'm, it. I'm going to explain it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I legally own he it. Mine is registered. Um, I, I passed the background check and everything, so Coops. I'm, I'm legit. Cool. But what it is is there's <laughs> something we got to understand. I had to put that on there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm talking about scraping off serial numbers. Get, get off the street. I ain't trying to get out of it. You know gonna, what I'm saying? What like, you going to do when they come for you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to shoot back. <laughs> Look. I'm going to be like the black Pope. When they were shooting at him, he was shooting back. No, <laughs> man. No. I'm just playing. I'm just okay, playing. go ahead. But the um, reason why I say that is because, look, I'm a big black man. Okay. Living in Wyandotte County. My Uh-oh. God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I done got pulled over four times in one month. Well. Just because they said they want to check my registration. Ain't that something? Lord of <laughs> be. Just because. Lord of be. And at the same time. Well, me being as intimidating as I look, they automatically scared when they see me. That's right. Okay. Automatically. DWB. So, and then at the same time, there's other brothers or other people mm-hmm. who will look at me and automatically think I'm a threat. That's right. So I, I am more inclined to have a weapon to protect myself simply because of my image uh-huh. has been portrayed as, That's true. as a predator. That's true. And my image has been portrayed as somebody aggressive and somebody who could just easily take you. But wouldn't owning a gun kind of feed into that stereotype? Only if they know I got it. That's why I got concealed and carry. When you get concealed and carry, they don't know what you got. You got it concealed. That's why it's concealed and carry. So they ain't got. They have no idea that I have a weapon on me. They just see this big black man 
walking around. All and I if they know. decide to do something, uh-huh. then I'm like, hey, man, you didn't know. But here come this 45. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, okay. if you ever get pulled over by the police, you don't touch your gun. You say, no, I, I t- you, you let them know. Them to you let them know. No, no, no. They, they don't even do that. You let them know, hey, I do have a weapon. They ask you to get out the vehicle. And then you just get out of the vehicle. Well, I remember that dude that got popped. He told the he officer did, that he had a gun, and yeah, he reached and I, for his wallet. He said, "Yeah, he said my wallet is here, but my gun is right here too." He told him he, he told did him everything. everything he, he, told he was supposed Philan- to he do. Philan- he told him Philando, uh, uh, yeah, Philando yeah. Castile. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Wife, I mean, girlfriend, child, little girl, uh-huh. and he Shot did everything. Right that's right. He did everything he was supposed to right. do. So here's the thing. Sometimes it doesn't matter. I ain't reaching for it. You gonna get it, that's officer. That's why. That's why in the car, you officer get the that's, gun. That's why in the vehicle, I don't have it on me. I okay. learned from that. Yeah. I don't have it on my person yeah. in the vehicle. Yeah. 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 I have okay. it somewhere secure. Somewhere. Because with white people, they're not going to be exactly. as trigger happy. But with, like you said, with the way you look, right. they're going to be They automatically don't think I'm a threat anyway. Because uh, especially when I get out the vehicle, and if I'm, I'm, I'm taller than them. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking at him like this. Right. And he's looking at me like this. You know what I'm saying? Like he's looking up at his daddy or something. Yeah, he says, he's going to get down tonight. He's going to get an authority complex. You see what I'm saying? That's what you. that's what a lot of them get. They get an authority complex because they feel like since I'm a police officer, I got the power. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking down at me? Right. Well, gun ownership is is really tweaking the atmosphere, and um, it's some people they feel more safer, right? Because they have their own you know weapon and they're legit. Um, but the people who thought they had the power and thought um, systematically that um that most black people don't have a gun. They felt that they can come up on you and do whatever. And do whatever they right? felt like. So though. now that more and more black people are, are, are registr- <coughs> registering and, and, and buying guns, That's there right. is a concern on the mass mm-hmm. because now they're starting to think that, hold up, anybody I pull up on may have a gun. That's right. Right? So there's the trigger-happy people are more trigger-happy. So if you break wind, you might get shot. <laughs> You know, if you break wind. Yeah. So for y'all that don't know, a part of his generation, yeah, the younger generation, break wind means farting. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that's what that means. We're just keeping it as real as possible. It just, <laughs> just means farting. <laughs> I'm just saying because a lot of people don't Round understand what top. a lot of people don't understand what break wind means. Oh, okay. So I had that means cut the cheese. You know what I'm saying? However, well, way you say it, that means flatulence. Uh-huh. That means all of that, right? So, there. so in some cases. It creates a more dangerous atmosphere. In some cases, it creates a safer atmosphere, and it depends on this, the environment. It depends on the situation. But registering, the more and more, I, I actually recommend more and more people who can register to register, even if you may never ever use it. They keep right. records on how many people are registering, and like right. like Pastor Tammy said, one one guy came on the news said he closed his closed his business down because he just don't like all these guns being bought. But he didn't come right out and say, well, a whole bunch of black people. But he lived in a predominantly black neighborhood, uh-huh. right, community. And that's so crazy because well, if, you, if you have a... his business was in a predominantly yeah. black so neighborhood. Yeah. So I just nervous. Don't, they get I, nervous. I don't understand how you own a gun shop, but you getting all these sales, but you but you close now. Don't that mean you getting money? Because don't matter. He want, it he, don't matter about the money at that point then, huh? Nah. Because he don't, nah, don't want to be responsible see, for selling guns to black people. Look, I'll well be like, hey, man, give me all the money. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I have a question. I got a shop. That's yeah. what it's for. Mm-hmm. I, I hear you. I have a question. Mm-hmm. What is it about owning a gun? Because 
it is a huge topic that has been debated for decades. Yeah. And, you know, the NRA and all that jazz or whatever. But I'm looking at the differences in the cultures. Now, when it comes to hunting, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we know that black people hunt. My dad, my mom, country kids, right? They hunted. But the majority, which are our fellow white uh, white uh, brothers and sisters, you see them having stocks and, I mean, having cases of guns. I mm-hmm. mean, they got rifles. They got, wh- what do you call those things that shouldn't even be in the hands? I can't even remember the name of it. Why do you have a, a gun that is built for war? Oh. And you, it just doesn't make any sense. And so yeah. they're out there, they're hunting, they're doing this, Military doing that, they're stuff. shooting and everything. But then you have my black brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. They mainly have their guns for safety and right. for protection. Protection. In general. So yeah. they're In not general. saying that all, you know, white people are buying guns and not saying they're not buying guns to be safe, but that is what you see all the time, most of the time in the media, despite, you know, police or whatever. You see them more using it for sport than for um, for safety reasons or mass shootings, right? So is it? Yeah, you you're correct. Mass yeah. shootings. So what is it about owning a gun? Does it give you some type of thrill? I mean, does it give you some type of power control? Because I'm trying to tell you, these people they will protest. They will. I mean, they will. In, it's just what I saw on, on video, uh-huh. this man talking about gun rights and everything, and mm-hmm. he got upset, and he was threatening folk over his guns. I mean, he literally wanted to die if he did not have a right look, to own a gun. Look, if you tell white people they can't go to the bathroom or something in a restaurant, they'll protest the restaurant just because they ain't got no public gun. Like, white what? People, uh, look, look, listen, listen <laughs> to what I'm saying. Well, listen listen to what I'm saying because I'm this listening. Is, I've, noticed, I've noticed that when, like, just with the mask thing, mm-hmm. all you got to do is put on the mask when you're in public. That's it. Yeah. White people feel like you can't tell me what to do. I'm free. Wait a minute, I know some black black brothers. I know that, but what I'm saying, we're talking about the majority right now. Okay. The majority is... White people think you're taking away their rights just because you said you got to put on a mask. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So if you tell white people anything that they can't do, mm-hmm. they got a problem, and they're gonna try to go against it. So that is, is it more of a control it's power. issue it's power. when it comes to owning a gun? No, I mean, it's, because it's, they yeah, just it's control and power. That's all it's about. It falls on it falls under the category which we probably need to talk about later. Um, it falls under the category of systemic racism, okay? Because the Constitution gives everybody a right to bear arms. But the Constitution also says in the 13th Amendment, 13th, 14th Amendment, the 13th Amendment, it also says that you have every right that the Constitution gives you unless you commit a crime. Unless you convict So once they did that, systemic racism, they said now we can put a crime on black people and treat them like slaves again. That's right. We call it slave labor. It's legal. Right. So slavery. now in 2020, a lot of people who are felons, remember we are disproportionately put in prison. Right. A lot of people who are felons can't even have a gun. So not legally. So but they're gonna have something. You got but, uh, that right. But so so <laughs> so it's kind of weird when you have some people fighting for the right to bear arms. Well, except for you felons. Well, <laughs> 
Okay? Wow. So that's kind of like substandard. That's kind of like substandard American. You know, so these people, they got the Constitution to back them up. They have the right to bear arms, right? But uh, what you said, uh, Pastor Tammy, you got to think something going on when brother got 12 rifles and 13 <laughs> pistols. A whole closet. A grenade launcher. A bunch of semi-automatics. That right there you know, is astonishing. Okay, something's going on. He's got to be thinking that he needs to fight off a militia or he needs to fight off a whole bunch of people. Uh-huh. This, ain't, this ain't just shooting no one duck. Okay. That's right. Like, a so deer, for a deer, antelope. This ain't for no quail. So if you got a lot of <laughs> if you got a lot of weapons, we should be concerned about you. Mm-hmm. Almost definitely. And then and then kind of reckless with it. You know, you do have some responsible gun owners that will lock their guns up, mm-hmm. and you have some that are just reckless with it. And we see the consequences of that. You got schools that have they kids. shot up. That's right. You know, are they going to a, a, a crowd where people are protesting right. peacefully and right. just start popping off? Like that and guy. most of the time, and I hate to say this, most of the time, it's a white white but teenager. I haven't heard of a time where it isn't a white person. Yeah. Well, I need, and I need I to don't be fair. I need to be fair. Yes. Because when I lived in San Fernando Valley, uh-huh. Southern California. And how uh-huh. long ago was that? That was in the 80s. In the 80s. <laughs> All right. Why, Everybody why, was, why, everybody's why coming down off the hop. Why, why you got to throw shade like that? Because anyway. they just came out the hippie era, so they crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's I, all I'm saying. I didn't know. I always say, I always say names are insignificant. <laughs> but uh, I do know a brother mm-hmm. where I would go down in San Fernando and Pacoima and all the areas, and I went down in the projects, his brother, and he had, he said, I'm going to the store. He black now. I'm going to the store. Uh, I want to let you know in case anything happens. I said, what do you mean, sir? <laughs> in case anything happens. So he took me into his bedroom, huh? picked up his mattress, and showed me a rifle. He said, it's already off a of safe. It's already loaded. He went to the closet, pulled out what he called an elephant gun. You hunters, y'all know what an elephant gun is. An elephant, an elephant gun. gun. Then he went into oh the, my God. Then he went into the other ba- he went into the bathroom, and he pulled out another rifle. And then he told me right in the bathroom. Yes, and then he told me right before he left. Whoa. He said, "If you hear any any rock or anything hit the window, hear anything hit the window, run in there and get a rifle." So That's he had like a he, rock. He had like twelve. <laughs> he had like twelve <laughs> different weapons, and he was black. So I didn't visit him no more. No, right? that but, brother crazy. But he was doing just like we we see a lot of white people doing. So in general, that man was X-Files. anybody who has a whole <laughs> bunch of them. Has them for a reason and is not just protection. Because he got enemies. <laughs> well, <there you> go. <laughs> That's what it is. And, and you he said if you hear a rock on the window. Yes. You think about somebody, <laughs> he, he think about, he think about somebody throwing a brick at the window or something like that. And see, that was in the hood. In the oh, 80s. my God. Whoa. That was in the hood in the 80s. So when we talk about 2020, uh-huh. you got to think something's mentally <laughs> going on for you to have a whole Stockpile I agree. Weapons. I agree. They're getting ready for World War Three. I definitely agree. Something's going. You scared of something? Something going on. And yeah. You pop. You pop. Everybody's talking about. Everybody's, uh, everybody's talking about the race war. That's I what think it goes beyond about. that. I think a world war. What the next that's war? What, that's what I, you know. But it's going. But America looks like it's on the verge of imploding. I'm glad you said yeah. that. Yeah. You know why? Because I heard that in the '60s. Yeah. I heard that in the 70s. Well, it oh, may wow. come true now. Have you seen anything like 90s. this? Yes. You've seen the presidential? Yes, we did not have. Now, see, I get to but talk. So you seen somebody I, like Trump? I get, yes. I, what? See, I, get, I get to talk <laughs> in my generation, my generation, my perspective. Oh, Go ahead, on, right. bitch. We did not. Hold on, hold on. We're going back in time. Going back in time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just playing. We did not have, we did not have smartphones. 
we did not have all this um, coverage and everything. And no, sir. But, but the stuff that's going on today is not new in my life. All right. Uh, it's being exposed more and larger than ever. But before me, during me, this has always been going on. So I feel mm. good that, okay, the exposure's coming, and it's not just black people out there protesting and making a stand about it. Right. It's, it's global. It's global. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so a change All is happening. It's global. Yes. Yeah, a change is happening. But I don't I want y'all to think I want y'all to know that this has not been something new. I just want to make sure y'all knew that. Well, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the shade, the shade. The pain. You know what? I do agree with you. Things have a way of coming around and yeah. recycling itself. Mm-hmm. And the to me, when it recycles itself, it's like worse. Yeah. Mm. It's worse, and it just layer after layer after layer until, like Pastor Quincy said, it indeed just... It explodes. It it explodes. Comes wrong. Right. Yeah. And so what we're saying today, if you're going to have a gun, Mm -hmm. please be responsible with your guns. And please, let's not be trigger happy and kill off each other. What happened to coming together and talking to each other and... You know, saying, hey, this is what offended me, and this is what offended you. Well, how can we move forward? How can we make amends? And then pray together and move on. Just give it to Christ, leave it there, and keep it moving. Whatever happened to that is what I want to know. Why is the first thought in our mind is just to pop off? We got to put it down and talk. Have that conversation. It's nothing wrong with having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong at all. Be, so, be angry and sin not. That is, that is it. That is the key. All right, now. All, All right. right. You, said, so. you, you said you're going to hit him. Take practice. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> okay. <laughs> I'll ask for forgiveness. That's right. And then I'll keep it moving. And keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're cotton picking right. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that ends our segment for gun ownership. And now we are going to move it over. I believe it is time for the... Raw talk. Raw corner. Raw corner. The raw, raw corner. corner. <laughs> We're going to get it right. Pastor Tammy, right. everybody. Pastor. <laughs> Pastor <laughs> Quincy Laban <laughs> yeah. for the raw corner. There you All go. Right, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, let me get a little applause here. Glory to God. You didn't get no applause for us. Glory to God. Get applause for him. Well, I'm, I got to really? find a sound for you. We know who's controlling really? I got to so? find a sound for you. Okay. You know, because everything else uh, is, oh. you know, unless you want this, you want, you want that? Yeah. You, you want that? Nah. <laughs> 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 We're working on it, everybody. Okay. Right. So for the Raw Corner, mm-hmm. I just want to take a time to um, make a call for repentance. Okay. That's what I want to do for this Raw Corner because um, everybody knows um, what type of times that we're in. We just talked about how guns are being all on the rise. Gun ownership, I should say. Um, not only gun ownership is on the rise, but also homicides and different things of that nature is on the rise. And racial tension is so thick, you can cut it anywhere you go. Like I was talking about just for what I look like, I walk into a store, some people look, give me the side eye more than ever. Mm-hmm. You know? And so... I want to take that uh, take a time to to remind people that the Day of Atonement did just pass, mm-hmm. and um, if you don't know what the Day of Atonement, I implore you to uh, ask your pastor, and if your pastor ain't know, you can ask us. 
Uh, we are Renewed Hope House of Worship. We're located at 1516 Garfield Avenue, Kansas City, Kansas, um, 66104. Uh, also, we do have phone numbers that, and emails that you can you can uh, email. Uh, but if, if you go to our website, mm-hmm. which is RenewedHopeHouseOfWorship.com, is it .com? Yes. Yeah. RenewedHopeHouseOfWorship.com, you can see our email and things like that. You can get in contact with us. And also, we are on Facebook, too. So, you know, we try to we try to spread out and be more into this virtual age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. But um, talking about this uh, Day of Atonement, this Day of Atonement um, is a very, very special day that the Lord ordained for his people to come back to him in repentance and in, um, and in um, asking him for forgiveness and worshiping him the entire day. A lot of people fast on that day. A lot of people, um, it, the word commands you to abstain from all work on that day. So you're supposed to be focused on nothing but him. And if you ever had a problem with anybody, you are encouraged to get it right. Like Pastor Tammy was talking about. Don't kill each other. Not only with your words, not only with uh, guns, but also don't kill each other's spirits. All right. So you got, I want to take everybody to Matthew. And we're going to go to chapter 18. And we're going to see what Christ said about problems with each other. And he says, um, verse 15, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Now, I believe that every person should be ready and able to do that. It takes a lot of courage, and it takes a lot of humbleness to do that. Because you can be mad at this person to the point to where it's funk on sight. Mm-hmm. However, the scripture commands you that when you see them, you talk to them one-on-one. Now, let's read further and see if that don't work, what you're supposed to do. Now, if y'all end up getting into a fight and then y'all got to break off and all that kind of stuff. So check out verse 16. It says, but if you will not hear thee, mm-hmm. then take with thee one or two more. Now, it ain't say take one or two more so y'all can jump in. <laughs> it said <laughs> take one or two more to have witnesses yeah. to Hello. keep y'all from doing some stuff. What you're trying uh-huh. to do right. You're supposed to walk, you're supposed to work it out with your brethren. Yes. Work it out. That's what you're supposed to do. He says that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. So it's not he said, she said anymore. Mm-hmm. Now you got judges right there with you. That's going to say either y'all work this out or we're going to have to go to the next level. All right. <clears throat> now let's read on to verse 17 and see what the next level is. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, now the church, well, th- we can break down that word, the church to mean break it down. the congregation or the family. Mm-hmm. You tell it to people who know y'all. And know the situation. You explain the situation out in the open as if you were in a courthouse. You, that's how you're supposed to do it. And everybody who hears the situation, the, decide, the decision that they make is what you have to go with. Everybody. If you got to apologize to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, okay. If the other person got to apologize to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, okay. But that's how it's supposed to be. There are three steps to this. Uh-huh. Now it says, but if he neglect to hear the people mm-hmm. or the church, mm-hmm. let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. A publican. 
A publican. That's what it's. Publican? It said publican, not Republican. Republican. However, it did Get say it right. Republican is Republican again. Get exactly. Right. Get it right. <laughs> oh, that's in the Bible. Again. That's in the Bible. The scripture oh, said a, the scripture said a heathen is just like a publican. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh no. So if you if you a publican, you a heathen. Well, break it down. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to get the wrong corner. Right? Okay. So check this out. Go ahead. Um, it says I'm just gonna stick with the word heathen. We can break down publican later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let him be unto thee as a heathen man. Now, you know how the Most High God feels about heathens. Okay, he says they are like spittle in the drop at the bucket. Yeah. They're like nothing to him. Yeah. So you okay. treat him like he don't matter, like the other person don't matter no more. In other words, cut him off. Cut him off. That's what you're supposed to do. Not kill him. I'm through with you. Not beat him down. Bye. Cut him off. See ya. Whoever they are. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who they are. Because Christ said, who is my mother and my father? Yet those who serve uh, the most high God and keep his commandments with me. They are my family. Mm. So even if it is your mother or your father, and you did all these steps. Be careful. No, it's the scripture. Don't get a shoe. (laughs) Look, you did all these steps. Look, Pastor Tammy, everybody, Pastor Tammy. (laughs) But you didn't did all these steps. Right. The scripture says, after all that, and they still won't comply. Let them be. Leave them alone. All right? Oh, that's it for the brethren part. Now, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, good old times that we have in. So I'm going to go to Isaiah chapter 14. <laughs> I'm going to start at verse 3 here. And it says, and it shall come to pass in that day, in the day, that the Lord shall give thee rest from the, from thy sorrow and from thy fear and from the hard bondage wherein thou hap, wast made to serve, that thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, how hath the oppressor ceased, the golden city ceased. This is talking about the fall of a wicked nation that held God's children in bondage. Okay. And the Most High is talking about what you going to do when that city fall. What you gonna do when they what come What you for gonna you? do when the most high God come for you? Come for you. I like that. What you gonna do? But anyway, <laughs> verse 5, it says, The Lord hath broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers. Can you see a crack? Mm, there's a leak in this building. <laughs> there's a leak in this uh, building, y'all. In my soul. <laughs> oh, you saw him right there. I got flashback. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Look. Oh, give me some applause right there. I appreciate oh it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, I said, do you see a crack? We're seeing it right now. And the yes. other nations yes. around America are seeing the crack in the scepter. That's true. Because Trump speak acting it, like Trump it. acting like if he do, if he don't get the office, he's taking America down with that's him. That's what he. Yep, that's that's the. And he gonna use the the white supremacists and the far was the far left or the far right? The far right. The far right to do it to do it. That's, that's his army. That's his plan. And they under his command right now. They rolling with him. So I just wanted to put that out there. You can read the rest of Isaiah chapter fourteen. All right. And get more of the context of the scripture. But that's it for the raw corner. Be ye prepared. Yes. Every black household should have some type of weapon to protect themselves from the enemy. Whatever that enemy or whoever that enemy may be, 
in these times, protection has, has, is, is, is more needed in these times. Being it ain't like when I was growing up. When I was growing up, we didn't necessarily need it like that. Yeah. Now you got to watch your back everywhere you go all day long. Because it's going to be like the Wild Wild West out here. Right. Being Kung Fu or, or Bruce Lee is not enough now. It's not enough to just knock somebody out. Because they're going to come right. back with a pistol. Ah. <laughs> so you got to be careful. All right. All right. Thank so that's it for Rock Corner. Thank you, Pastor Quincy. All right. All right. Good deal. <laughs> I want to clap next time. They don't give me no clap. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. You can have a clap, Bishop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right. So <laughs> does anybody have any closing remarks? Good work. Kim. Buy a gun. That's your closing remark? Yes. Really? Buy a gun. Make it legal. Really? Yes. You can't tell everybody to buy a gun because everybody ain't right. <laughs> everybody <laughs> is not Pastor right. Pastor everybody. <laughs> you know, good We well, got some people with said some Bubba don't need a gun. <laughs> you stole that from me. I was going to say that. You know, good well, Bubba ain't going to need no gun. Bubba ain't right. He don't need a gun. Get, get Bubba's Next gun thing you know, you hear on 5 o'clock news. Somebody listened to the round oh. table talk and said, Pastor Quincy, buy a gun. So I bought a gun, <laughs> and he done robbed the candy on the liquor store now look, flying now look, out of there. Now, look, that's his fault because if the gun registered, they're going to find it. Oh. <laughs> so that's his fault. Well, and well, justice, well, well. if he black, justice <laughs> will be served. Don't buy it hot off the street. Be wise. It's so sad that I got to say that, but that's what it is. My closing words is um, be wise, be safe. You know, follow your heart, make the right decisions, and um, let's just see how this is going to uh, all pan out. Awesome. And mine is... That's Bishop Cortez. I, I got a clap. Oh, you got a clap. clap. I gave him this clap. Well, mine is, is uh, make sure that you tune in to all the media coverage over both uh, candidates because, like it or not, this, whoever we pick, mm-hmm. all right, is going to have to make some major decisions, yes. whether it be with the Supreme Court, um, the health care, the Obamacare. All of these things are up on the table. Women's rights, whichever, whichever. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you pay attention, take notes, talk to your family, and make sure that you're registered to vote. All right? Register to vote. If that's vote. a lot. That's a lot. If, if you if vote. If that's a lot for closing remarks. Go <laughs> vote. Go vote. And, yes, you can do a mail-in vote, absentee vote. I got mine. Go vote. It's very important. All right. Once again, this is Renewed Hope House of Worship, the Roundtable Talk. And we will see you again for a power-packed session. And everybody stay safe. May the Lord God bless you real good.